Please be seated. I'm not going to preach long this morning. You'll be happy to know because I think you've had some some good sermons from the young people. You've heard a testimony there this morning from the young people. But God has God in our prayer meeting beforehand, and I think in just confirming as we're growing here that as the young people spoke and gave their testimony, there was people touched here this morning. There's people who have touched, who have never accepted Jesus Christ into your life, yet this morning, God's Spirit put in your heart and your mind that you should accept Him. That you should step out on that water, that you should accept Jesus into your life. You should stop accepting the counterfeit that society offers you. You know, society promotes through Facebook and Instagram and all the things that that are out there, all this lifestyle and and what you can have and what you can get. And you know what? Life is just a, life is just sometimes a churn and hard and difficult. And what you see many times in all these social medias is just a, a false picture of a person's life. You see the good images. You see them on the beach. You see them uh, doing things. You see Helen and Mike in the Caribbean. You go, wow, yeah, <laughs> that is fantastic. But you don't see the reality of a person's life. You only see the good points, the highlights. You don't see the hardships, the difficulties, the challenges, the struggles. And when you don't have Christ in your life, when you don't have Jesus, you're living a counterfeit. Yeah? Everyone out there from entertainment to TV to everything that society promotes, it's all a counterfeit. It, often, it doesn't offer you life and life in the full. There's only one person who can offer you life and life in the full, and that's Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. He's the true life. He's the way. If you want to have true satisfaction, He will give you satisfaction. If you want to feel fulfilled in life, He will make you feel fulfilled in life. If you want to have identity, He gives you identity as a child of God. And He says, I love you. My heart is for you. I desire you. I desire to see the best for you. Give your life to me and I will make the most of it. And our reading from First Corinthians 12 I'm just going to read the first um, few verses from from verse um, verse 12 onwards. You don't have to put it on the screen, don't worry. It says, Just as a body, though one has many parts, um, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we are all baptized by one Spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free. We were all given the one Spirit to drink. Even so, the, the body is not made up of one part, but of many parts. You know, we're called to be part of something different when we give our lives to Christ. You know, we think about church, and we can think about religion, and devotion, and liturgies, and, and worship. But you know, Jesus Christ doesn't call you to that. He calls you to be part of a body, a living body, a living organism of people who are unified in Jesus Christ, who are filled by the Holy Spirit, who are gifted and anointed to bring the transformation in the world that God desires. To bring hope to people without hope, to lift up and, and, and care for the broken to set people free, to tell people it's about Jesus Christ. He is the only way. He is the only answer. He's the only one that can satisfy you. He's the only one that can heal you. He's the only one that can deliver you. He's the only one that can give you life and true life. Everyone else is a lie. 
And he calls you to be part of a body. That through us as individuals, that we become the body of Christ in this place. When we gather together, we become the body of Christ. Isn't that amazing? And Christ through us becomes manifest in real through us and Christ living in us. And he pours his Holy Spirit upon us, Jesus, and he anoints us and he appoints us and he places us in our body to be significant and to build the kingdom of God and to bring glory of Christ and to do damage to the kingdom of the enemy and to darkness and hurt and pain and evil and loss and disgrace and shame. And he calls us to build a kingdom of dignity and praise and honor and identity and love and knowing who you are, that you are a child of God. He calls you into a community, a body to manifest Christ and say, I want you as individuals and together to play your part, to glorify Christ, that Christ might be manifest through us and this world might be transformed because they will see who Christ is through us individually and through through us corporately. Isn't that incredible? That you can be part of a life-changing, transforming body, that you can manifest Christ in your life individually, and you can manifest Christ through using your gifts as part of this body. He calls you to a supernatural life, a life beyond that you could ever imagine, a life that is full of love, peace, Joy, kindness, hope, self-control, gentleness, and understanding. Who doesn't want that life? Who hasn't got that life? Yeah? If you haven't got that life, that's Christ that offers to you. And he's got this wonderful gift in which he manifests himself and makes that life real in you called the Holy Spirit. And he wants to put that spirit into your life today to transform you. An experience with Christ is transforming. You cannot be the same ever again. That's why when the young people go into the pool, and we should all go in the pool today, just go in the pool before you leave. You'll get wet, but it doesn't matter. Take the wetness with you and say, God, use this wet as a Holy Spirit and pour it out over people's lives as you go. But when they stood in, when they're in this pool, they decided to die to themselves and to rise in Christ. Because Christ says when we try to live our own life in our own way and our own desires, we don't find life. We lose life. It's destructive. But Christ says when we're willing to lay down our life for him and to die to ourselves and to die to sin and to die to this world, to rise up in Christ and to rise up in his kingdom, to rise up in his power, to rise up in his glory, to write Christ live in us through the power of the Holy Spirit, then we'll find life. How simple is that? Here you go, Christ. Have my life. Take it. And give me a new life that's even better. What's the big deal? (laughs) Yes, sometimes we try to hold on to our old life because we think it's going to give us satisfaction. We've got habits, addictions, and needs that hold on to us. And you know what? It's time to let them go. And say, here you go, Christ. I'm tired of this. I want to live the life that you have for me. And the life that Christ has for you is your real life. Everyone else's lies. Everyone else is counterfeit. Everyone else is untrue. The only truth is in Jesus Christ. And we've been blessed that people here have experienced the glory and the power and transforming power of God in their lives. From our young people to all the people who have come in this church, people have experienced what it means when Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. 
I am the life. There is no other way except Jesus. There is no other truth except Jesus. And there is no other life except through Jesus. And he takes us into a relationship with our Father God in heaven. You can meditate. You can do yoga. You can do mindfulness. But you'll still end up as selfish as you were before. But in Jesus Christ, he breaks you free from that. And he says, here you go. This is life. Love. Give. Sacrifice. Manifest me. Show this world what it means for Christ to still be in the world. And Jesus Christ is still in the world. He's still making a difference. He's making a difference through us. Christ may have died 2,000 years ago and he rose again. But he says, I'm going to go so I can send my Holy Spirit so you might be my body on earth. That you might do what I did and that you might do greater than I did. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? But we have to believe it. And what happened today was uh, it was symbolic of what happened spiritually in somebody's life. You know, it's all right to believe in Jesus that's nice. I believe in Jesus. I make a, a mental ascent to it. But have you actually spiritually believed in Jesus? Have you spiritually died to yourself and laid your life down to Jesus and say, here you go, take it? And have you been spiritually born again that you, you are renewed in Christ, that you cannot live the same again? You cannot be without Christ. You cannot live for him. You cannot, be you cannot be excited but think about Christ and desire to serve Christ and to love Christ and to praise him and glorify him and be overwhelmed by him and that your whole life is defined by Christ because when you die to yourself and you're raised in Christ, you live for him. Your desire is for him. Your love is for him and your life is for him and your desires are for him. You know, we had, um, you don't mind me mentioning by name, do you, Janini? <laughs> Too late now. <laughs> but we had, we had Janini come in and her, her mum probably a couple of months ago, and they came from a background um, in, in Jehovah's Witness, and, um, and they came here, and, and Christ is working in their life, and they're giving their lives to Christ, and they're, they're starting to understand what it means to live for him, and to die to themselves, and to, and to serve him, and love him, and glorify him. You know, there's so, and there's so many churches who, who live a, a half-Christian life. They don't live in the power of the Holy Spirit. They make a mental ascent. They might believe in Jesus, but spiritually they haven't given their life to Jesus. And Jeannie, she came and she said, God, I give you my life. I die to myself and I choose to, to live in you. I want to experience the fullness that you have for me. You know, in, in the church that she was in, they didn't believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit we were talking about last week, about words of knowledge and tongues and the prophetic and healing. You know, they believed that ended with the apostles only because we don't, we don't do it anymore. We don't believe it anymore, but God still does it. And then so Jeannie, Jeannie heard this sermon on Sunday and she was like, wow, that's incredible. God, God, use me. I want your Holy Spirit. God, I want a gift. I want to give a word of knowledge. I want to heal. I want to do these things. You, you promised that you would, as a body, that we can do incredible, supernatural, amazing things. Then Monday, we have a group of women who were together and they were praying and they were seeking God. And Janiri was sitting in the meeting and she's going, oh, oh, my hands are burning. My hands are burning. I can't, I can't do anything about it. Uh, uh, uh. 
God, 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 what are you saying? And, and God gave her a, a word of knowledge for another woman that they were praying for. And, and she was holding it and she said, oh God, do I see it? Do I not see it? Do I see it, God? He said, I've got to see it. And she got up and she started to give a word of knowledge over this lady. And nobody knew this word of knowledge. Was only this woman knew this in her life. Nobody else knew it. She'd never shared it with anybody else, anybody else before. And Janini went and she spoke in the power of the Holy Spirit over this woman's life. When the woman's life was set free. And she was delivered as Janini spoke that word. And she's been, what, three weeks probably a Christian, amen? <laughs> God, it's been incredible. You know, the Holy Spirit's been working over our life. You know, this is not about being 10 years in the faith. This is about submitting your life to Christ and say, Christ, do through me what you will. This is an incredible life. This is the most amazing life that you can have. And all I can do is commend it to you today to live it and believe it and say, you know, don't worry where you are what you're doing, just saying, Jesus, have my life and sort the rest out later. Isn't it? That's what we're all doing as Christians, aren't we? We're saying, Jesus, have my life, work for me and sort out the mess later on. And today's the day, if you haven't given your life to Jesus, give your life now and say, Jesus, take my life and do what you need to do and sort the rest out later on. And if you're tired of life, and life's getting you down. And you don't know what to do with your life anymore. And I, so many people I speak to, I don't know what to do with my life anymore. You know, where do I go next? How do I carry on in life? Do you know what? Give your life to Jesus. If you don't know what to do with it, give your life to Jesus. He'll do something amazing with it. Do you know, if you're tired and you don't know what to do with your life anymore, give it to Jesus. And be transformed and be renewed and serve and love him. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, God gave us a promise this morning that somebody was going to give their life to Jesus. So I, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to live on that promise. And, um, and um, I'm going to pray. And uh, if you want to give your life to Jesus, I want you to put your hand. Be bold, put your hand up and say, I want to give my life to Jesus. I'm ready to live for him. I'm tired of the old. I want new. I want Jesus in my life. Well, you're a, if you're a Christian, if you've made a belief, but you've never been supernaturally changed, you've never been, you've never experienced the Spirit of God renew your life, then, then let say, God, God, I want that supernatural change. I want that spiritual change in my life. I want to be spiritually born again. I want to feel filled with your Holy Spirit that I might live this amazing Christian life. I'm not saying you won't have any more troubles, but I'll tell you, you'll have strength to live through the troubles. There may be some of you haven't been to church for a while and, and you're ready to come back and say, God, I want to be part of this body. I want to serve you and use my gifts for you. So let, let, let's pray. And people will be closing their eyes. If you want to accept Jesus in your life, put your hand up. And then we'll have, what, there'll be some people at the back just watching out and they'll come and approach you after the service. You don't have to come forward. Or if you don't want to do that, come and see me after the service. Let's pray.